0: Hi and welcome to another episode of the Emma Gunn Show and an installment of 12 Habits. 12 Habits is a year-long project where together we strive to make or break habits each month. We all know there are habits and lifestyle choices that are good for us, yet trying to incorporate them into our daily life can be so much of a challenge that they can quickly fall by the wayside and that can make us feel as though we, the individual, has failed when in actual fact it's the method that's not quite right, not you at all. So in 12 Habits, we'll spend a month unpicking the challenges, figuring out our way over, under, and through the barriers to making these habits stick so that they can become parts of our lives in a way that's sustainable. Because there's no point trying to stick to a habit if you've chosen to do it in a way that you can't adhere to and maintain. Now, we are three habits down and it's time for our fourth. And just to recap, so far, we've covered meditation, reducing phone use, and a daily happiness habit. And our fourth is something of a challenge habit. And by this, I mean that for this month, for the month of April 2020, you can get involved by doing this as little or as much as you want. All you have to do is take action towards something that you've either been putting off or that frightens you a little bit. That's it. You just have to make some action, take some action towards doing something that you've either been putting off or that has been frightening you, that has made you put it off. And you may remember that when we started 12 Habits Together at the beginning of the year, I said that I'd be choosing these habits with you. Well, one thing I've noticed from all the messages I've received from you, my most excellent listeners over the last three months, as we've tackled the previous three habits, is that you've been asking me to do certain habits because, and I quote, I don't have the guts or it scares me and I'd like to do it with other people or it frightens me and or I don't know where to start. Now, each of the individual habits mentioned in these emails are so many and varied that we don't have enough months left in the year to cover them all, which is why I thought this might be a way to approach it, to actually look at the bigger issue at hand. It's not really the habit at all. It's the methodology. It's the uh, mental barrier. It's the thing that's getting in the way. And so you're you're in a safe space here with fellow excellent humans. So if you've been putting something off or you've been a little scared to try something, then now's the time to know that you aren't alone and that Now's the time to give it a go. I've really struggled with procrastination in the past, putting things off. But all that really does is prolong the discomfort of having that task hanging over you. It really does. And it sort of seeps into everything. And I tend to procrastinate or put off the things that I don't want to do or the things that I need to do but feel chore-like. More often than not, it's because I want to do something I'd prefer to do instead. And as I said, having it hang over me when I'm trying to do that thing tends to ruin my enjoyment of the thing that I decided to do in the first place instead of doing the thing that I should do. In fact, I always remember when I used to go uh, shopping with my mother on a Saturday, we'd have to do things, various things that we had to do and various things that we wanted to do, i.e. take me clothes shopping which was never very, anyway, that's a bigger story, but that was never very, um, never really worked out very well. But my mum would always say, let's do the things that we have to do first, and the things we need to do first and the things that we want to do second. And I, that always sticks in my mind. It's just like, get it done, get it done, get it done. And so a great example of this is the weekend, just to share with you. And it might resonate with uh, you. Maybe this is something that affects you too. So on the weekend, the weekend is when I want to completely switch off if I can. I want two days that are a blank slate where possible. I mean, obviously if I'm going out or whatever, but if I ever get the rare chance where it's just like, oh, I've got a weekend to myself or I can do all the things that I'm not able to do during the week or that I've been saving up for when I've got a bit of time, that's when the weekend really comes into its own for me. But for me, the weekend cannot involve a messy home. So before I can begin to enjoy my weekend, especially if I've got that clear 48 hours of uninterrupted alone time, I have to clean. I have to clean and do the tidying. Now, as much as I might get annoyed about this and wish I could just chill out on the sofa with a book or a TV show I want to catch up on, I know that if there's hoovering to be done, a bathroom to be cleaned, or a surface that needs cleaning or dusting, then I simply won't be able to relax. I can try to lie on the sofa and watch a TV show, but if those cushions haven't been plumped for a week, on some level I'm going to know and it's going to annoy me. And I know that maybe sounds ridiculous, but it's just the truth. So my Saturday mornings are usually pretty standard. I get up early have an espresso I work out I put on my rubber gloves and I deep clean everything then I go for a long walk with a podcast I come home and my relaxation fun entertaining whatever it is can begin and I'll just say that going for a long walk leaving the house essentially after you've done some pretty deep cleaning is brilliant because when you come back something about you forgets what you've done and you really appreciate how clean it is and how you've made it look so just a top tip if you are someone like me who maybe doesn't love housework but really appreciates it when it's done do it leave for a bit then come back and then you'll really go oh yeah I've done a really good job that's just my top tip do I enjoy the cleaning not really do I always finish it once I get started absolutely 100% sometimes I'll do bits at a time but that's just prolonging the pain so it's just best to get it all done And procrastination also shows up in other areas of my life. Uh, I'm a writer, you know, so I've worked a deadline for 20 years now, more than 20 years now, and I have always been the person who, no matter how long you give me to write a feature, I will always use the time poorly and get the majority of the work done at the last minute. Now, for me, a lot of this comes down to confidence. I need to sort of walk around a project for a little while, sort of staring at it and sort of dipping my toe in it before I can really get started which uh, that's let's not pull it that thread today but that's one of the reasons but actually in pondering this idea of procrastination and putting things off and how it shows up and how it can affect us I've learned that there are fundamentally four main types of procrastinator so do you want to know what they are and whether you are one well of course you do so there's the performer. So this is a, this is someone who will say, "I work well under pressure." So that's their type of procrastination, and this applies to me in my writing, as I've just described, where I allow myself to focus, but only when I've shrunk the time I have to actually write by putting off the task until the last minute. So that's me saying I work under pressure. So I've got a week to write something. Hey, let me do it in the last six hours. Doesn't make any sense, but does. I mean, it has worked for me for twenty odd years. And apparently this type of procrastinator tends to be a perfectionist, but it's a type of procrastination where you put pressure on yourself unnecessarily, which is a habit that all of us should get out of. So this is where you need to apply a little bit more compassion, maybe set yourself a starting date rather than don't focus on the deadline, focus on when you're starting and shift your perspective a little bit. That's quite interesting. Then you've got somebody who might be the self-deprecator. So this is the procrastinator who'll say, oh, I'm just being lazy. And again, this is actually another way of putting more pressure on yourself than the task likely warrants. And so you can remove the pressure. And again, a little bit like the performer, you can replace it with compassion. Have you ever sat at your desk or had a task to do and you're there physically present and ready to go, but nothing's happening? Oh God, I can really relate to that. Like I'm at my desk. Why why, is, why the is not coming? It might actually be that you're not lazy, that you're there's nothing bad about what you're doing. You just need to get up, clear your head, think about something different. I've talked about this on the podcast before. Sometimes when I feel like, what am I doing wrong here? I've, I'm here, I'm ready. I've given myself two hours to do this task and yet nothing's happening. That's when I'll get up and put my headphones on and listen to some ACDC. And it's amazing how that can shake you out of that mood. But that's the type of procrastination that again can come back to confidence and requires self-compassion. Now, have you ever heard yourself saying, I'm just so busy about tasks that remain undone or unfinished? So this argument loses traction, I think, this idea about being too busy. When you think about the Benjamin Franklin quote, the very famous one of, if you want a job done, give it to a busy person. But as it turns out, this kind of procrastinator probably isn't too busy. It's probably not that you're too busy to do something. It's probably uh, you're avoiding the task for a reason that is unknown to you because maybe you don't want to pull at that thread or... uh pick at that scab. This kind of procrastinator might also present you with a lot of chaos to justify why they are giving you the I'm too busy excuse. So if this sounds like you, <laughs> again, it sounds a bit like me at times, just ask yourself, take a beat as Jackie Collins would say in one of her epic books. Take a beat and ask yourself, what am I really avoiding? And then the fourth type is the procrastinator who has A case of the short-lived enthusiasms, so somebody who might be excellent at ideas comes up with loads but lacks the ability to actually see any project through from beginning to end. So it might be a case of picking up an idea and then dropping it very quickly and just leaving a trail of half-finished or barely started tasks behind them. I've got to be really honest with you. <laughs> and the way to deal with that, sorry before I carry on. The way to deal with that is again is to focus on the completion and to commit to not starting another task until you have at least seen the other one through whatever the, its conclusion may be, may be. So yeah, I have to be honest with you. Discovering that there are these four types of procrastination, procrastinators, the ways that we will put things off. Uh it's been uncomfortable Uh, because I can recognize myself in pretty much all of them although very much so in the performer and in the I'm so busy procrastinator types I'm definitely the person who'll be like you're asking me to do something else I'm already too busy but actually there might be some other steps in between there that kind of explain why I haven't got to what I've said I will get to which uh, is eye-opening so yeah if that has opened your eyes to the type of procrastinator you are or the reasons why you might put things off or maybe how you could tweak your approach. Well, I hope that that has been helpful. The point is, it's okay, and we often act this way because of an emotional hurdle we're trying to overcome, something we're trying to avoid, or something that we just don't have the confidence to face right now. So this is only part of the habit that we're going to work together this month uh, during April 2022, or whenever it is that you are listening to this. Yes, we're going to get things done, but it's also an opportunity to look at the stuff that's fallen into that uh, uh, maybe one day pile and asking what it is that we're really scared of. So this is something I've been really trying to do this year as part of a much bigger picture, and I've been having some success. Okay, so I've had mixed success. I've got lots of things I'd like to do, but in the end, I always come down to a couple of excuses that cause a delay, and actually just cause inaction. So there's fear of fear of it going wrong, or, or I end up looking like a fool, and then I get really caught up in the anxiety of how much it'll cost, and if that money will end up being lost, and that I've wasted it, and then there's also a part of me, maybe a third element to this, where I'm kind—I'm of, seeking permission. I want someone to give me the green light, and I know that that's an inside job. I have to give myself permission to do these things because I am a grown-up, <laughs> and uh, it's okay. And it's also okay if I screw up because I'll fix it. I have to understand that it's—you know—I can do that. So trust me when I tell you, I'm right here in the thick of it with you. And I know I've mentioned housework but there are bigger things too and I've reached that age where I'm beginning to think that a lot of the time I'm getting in my own way and I can do a lot of things I want to do but I've been putting them off out of fear and the money thing and the permission thing and it's so life-limiting. And I know I need to start doing things. I know I need to start making decisions and being accountable for what happens and being okay with that. I know I need to stop putting things off and just bite the bullet without being reckless. And I think that's the key. I don't know if anyone else relates to this, but I know from the messages that I've got about these habits that a lot of you want to do things, but there is a block and it's not about that you can't do it. It's something else that's getting in the way and hopefully what we'll do this month is we'll figure out what some of those blocks are and we'll overcome them because like I said right at the top of the show this is about figuring out what the barrier is and finding a way over under through it and again there are no rules with this habit I don't want it to be uh, too rigid when we do these habits together you can think about the big things Or if you feel more comfortable, you can focus on the little ones. But every Monday, we can check in with each other. And if you feel comfortable, you can send me a voice note and tell me the thing that you've done that maybe you've been putting off or the thing that you've been scared of and what happened because you never know it might help someone else. I know that that really did with the happiness habit. There were lots of people who got in touch from the voice notes that I received and shared in the show and said that it really helped them find their happiness. So email me, your voice note, to thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. And uh, if I get enough, I'll pop some in uh, an episode and you can hear what your fellow most excellent listeners are doing and obviously we can start a conversation about this in the facebook group the link to join is in the show notes the link to sign up to the newsletter is also in the show notes and if you want to get in touch with me whether it's with a voice note or just about the habits in general you can email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or you can dm me on instagram and twitter where i'm at emma guns i really hope that this month uh, opens up some things that maybe feel blocked or opens up someone's mind to feeling capable about something that maybe feels out of their reach because it probably is within your reach it's just about overcoming the thing that's getting in the way and figuring out why it's getting in your way and then as I said figuring out a way through over under above whatever it might be to get to where you want to be which is doing the thing and seeing how it feels thank you so much for listening I appreciate your time hugely I can't wait to hear from you on this particular habit because I think this one Might involve a little bit of hard work in terms of a little bit of reflection, a little bit of being honest with oneself. And I definitely hope you can hear that I've been honest with you about some of the stuff that I've been trying to mentally combat when it comes to things that I do and don't do. Um, So I hope that you approach this and enjoy the process as much as uh, find it challenging. A little bit of friction is actually a bit of a good thing. And uh, sometimes it's those things that you push through that really reap the biggest reward so i'm really excited for an amazing month of habit together thank you so much for listening i will see you on the next one